Yeah, just like the hurricane. Yeah, that went swimmingly too. Easy, easy breezy. Just a couple trees and flooding. No biggie. Actually, one good thing did come out of that, and that was that racist statue. Mm -hmm. That was the best part. All right, so we ready? Hello, and welcome to Bad at Love Podcast. I'm Tamu. Mallory. And we're back to the beginning of the first episode of this season. (laughs) (laughs) Let's start with fun news. Maybe it's not fun news for you, Mallory. I'm sure you've seen that your boyfriend, Legolas, has now had a baby with Katy Perry. I haven't because my entire feed has been a literal doom scroll. To be depressing. So they had a baby girl. And her name is Daisy Dove Bloom. Are we going to talk about the way that celebrities decide to name children? (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) I'm not happy with Dove, but, you know, Daisy Bloom, get it? I get that. I just... Why? What would you and, and Orlando have named your children? Well, I'm just saying that for as many people who make fun of people for having geek names, naming their kids after video games and characters, when they start coming up with shit like Apple and and Daisy Dove Bloom, like it's just, what they just created was a crayon color. I hope you understand. So you name it Zelda Hotiful Bloom? that is the perfect name no one steal it it's my next dog's name oh god (laughs) oh which by the way speaking of had awful boyfriend i'm sure you saw me tweet that jesse's not happy his wife downloaded the game why he's he's like it's stupid why would you date a pigeon and i was like it's more than that it's not just a dating simulation people judge too fast but that game is in my top 10 for a reason people judge too fast shut your face uh but is that is that the only good news we have a baby being born yeah well isn't that great news and it's from your it's legolas's baby i thought you'd to appreciate that and is that his first kid even no he had baby with the other chick that's what i thought yeah I wonder what that's like. I feel like so many celebrities have so many, I don't want to call them broken families, <laughs> wow. but they have so many, because people get married and divorced so much that they must have so many non-blood, or actually no, would be like half brothers and sisters, I guess. Half-blooded princes. There you go. And princesses. So there you go. Something, you know, happy. If you're into that sort of thing, like babies and teen crushes, having babies with not you. <laughs> I'm okay with it because Lord knows I've never wanted a child. So Okay. But good for them. I'm glad it's healthy. I'm glad that the kid will grow up to hate them for her name. and mm. Or maybe she'll love it. Maybe that's, I think, another reason why actors and actresses do give them such interesting names it's because when you have a boring name, if you get into acting or the entertainment business and you try to take your name 
like because you you have to like get the actors guild or whatever to actually like tm your name and most of the time it's already taken if you've got like john smith or some shit so then they end up changing their name for the screen so then it's under a specific like whatever their actor guild name is so maybe they do that because then they know oh they don't have to come up with a fake name this is fake enough okay or they just name the baby daisy dove bloom maybe they like daisies and doves she's gonna be a scientist that's That's it that's my wish for her not a model not an actress not a fashion designer a scientist i'm waiting for one of these celebrity kids to be like you know a dentist or something else (laughs) something normal yeah eventually we're going to get to the point where people will be bored with your normal reality tv and it'll start bleeding into where it'll be like 12 dentists (laughs) and they'll have them in like a big brother way of what is their competition who can clean teeth the best and the fastest that's what we'll be in 10 years oh well i mean then we are really living in an idiocracy yes we are speaking of idiocracy let's just rip that band-aid off so on Monday, a nice young man was trying to break up a fight, and once the cops came, he decided to go back to his car. So a police officer trailed him with a gun, and as soon as he got into his car, grabbed him by the back of the shirt and just shot him seven times in the back. His name is Jacob Blake, and mercifully, he's alive. Unfortunately, he was shot in front of three children who were in the car. One of them, I heard it was their birthday. Oh, awesome. And he was, it was a very simple, he was breaking up a a fight between two women. The cops came and he was like, cool, I don't need to be here. Oh, yeah. And this is in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Or Kenosha, Wisconsin. I will say that this, I mean, given this was the start of it and stuff, but I, I had a pretty hard depression this week. And... Part of it had to do with watching the reactions of that. Like, I I truly, honestly, I just, I don't have hope anymore. I know that died in 2016, but like, it was overwhelming everything that's happened this week. But I just, I I don't understand when it's going to end. Because it hasn't. So when is it going to? Did you think it was going to? No, I didn't have hope for that, but it's just my body and my mind are completely just. And I think it hit me because um, because of I do have codependent tendencies. And so I've been trying so hard thinking I could change something. If I just kept trying and then thinking, if I'm trying, then that means other people will also try and we just have to keep trying. And it's like, no, the people, the reason why it became so upsetting is me realizing that, no, I can't control any of it. There's really nothing I can do because people will only change if they want to change. And we're at this point right now where, like, especially on social media, when people, we've talked about this before, where if people share things and you can't change anybody's mind if they don't agree with you. And so it's like, we're 
just talking to the same people over and over and over again and 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 nothing's changing like I just I don't know between so that happened and then it was like also the hurricane also the fires also the next day during the riots quote-unquote when people were protesting then a white 17 year old male who's a huge Trump supporter Mm -hmm. like the more that and maybe that's the reason why because the RNC Mm -hmm. all that shit's been going on it's just every single time that fucker gets on television it creates and gives these fuckers power to think I can do this Mm -hmm. and that's what happened so he just decided that he's gonna kill people too yeah. And I, it's not going to stop when, if Biden gets in office. Like, it's not going to stop. That's not, you don't just get a new president that's a Democrat in office and think, and now all of this is over. Right. Yeah. There's going to be some hard scrapping times. Scrapple. I don't know if you saw this or not, but in 2012, an article came out in Vice. I can't remember the name of the guy, but he talked about the fact that he guessed that in 2020 is when we will have another civil unrest because he said that civil unrests happen in cycles much like everything else Mm. and so he was like yeah 2020 is going to be the time that uh that's going to be the next civil unrest because we're at that point right now of we're due for it and that's america and i was like great they even knew about it (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you can say it, but, you know, who knew? And same with the pandemic. The pandemic, they did know because they, historically speaking, they were like, we know that. One is coming at some point. They weren't going to be like 2019. I just, that's one of the reasons why it was so hard to edit too, was re-listening to all of that again. But then in the same breath, because you said, like, you were like, hey, we don't have to do it this week. Like, you can wait until next week. Mm-hmm. But like... The way I handle my depression is, A, first I shut down, and then I focus on one goal, and I'm like, I just, that's the one thing I have to do, and if I can push past that block, then I can get out of this, and that's what that was for me. Okay. And so I finally got it done, and then I was like, hey, I'm feeling better and stuff, but like, it was horrible. Like, even poor Indigo was feeling that rolling off me and then she was reacting to it as well mm-hmm. so i'm just tired i'm so tired yeah it's exhausting well i mean you of course of all people know but like i just i think it's cuz i inherently believe yeah, that it's you're... my personal savior agenda as mm-hmm. a white woman that like it's my job like, it's not your job to fix this. Well, I mean, you also can't fix it by yourself. But I keep assuming other people are going to step up. That's well, my problem. That's, yeah, you can't make that assumption. Like, I, it's it's hard for me to think anyone else could look at that shit mm-hmm. and not step up. And that's why that poor man died. Yeah. The, yeah skateboard he, he... trying to wrestle him to the ground fucker and then the fucking police walked right by him Mm -hmm. everyone's screaming he did this 
and he gets to sleep one more night in his fucking house. Yep. And then they peacefully arrested him. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Ann Coulter is saying, I want him as my president. Oh, for God's sake. Well, she's a harpy. So we can unpack it. Sorry. I just. Oh, that's fine. You need to let that out. It's just been a very hard week. A lot going on. A lot of, lot of not amazing things happening. It seems like it just keeps getting darker and darker. And for those of you who uh, watch Game of Thrones, we're probably in like <laughs> season, what is it? Is it eight seasons or seven seasons? We're right at the it. battle before the, with the um, White Walkers. <laughs> so where was the, where was the Red Wedding then? Oh, well, that was like what? season three or season four. But I'm saying like in the timeline of Trump. Is that the pandemic? No, girl, all that shit was like within the four years time. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, what's the equivalency here? Let's just say winter's here and now you got to fight to live. We're at the end. I just don't, I don't know how we're going to do it, Timu. If, like, I don't know how we're going to do it if we get Biden in office, but I feel like there's at least people who have plans. But I feel like I legitimately am like, I need to come up with a plan myself. Well, everybody needs to come up with an escape plan. And unfortunately, because of this fun virus that no one believes is real and refuses to wear masks for, we are locked down and can't go anywhere else. Like, you're, we're stuck. Are we going to be refugees going out in an ocean and hoping a country will let us in? <laughs> That's not funny, but it is. <laughs> Like, I'm at this point being like, Cuba? <laughs> was it you? It must have, was, I might have been Kelly that I was talking to the other day. And I was just like, so what we're all going to just do is like build like little tiny houses and like trailers and stuff along the Canadian border. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get your fucking wall. It's just that our door will be on the Canadian side. And they'll just be like, oh, my God, we can't let them in. Yeah, the time that they stopped allowing Americans to come, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We're truly <laughs> fucked. We're screwed. We are really, really jammed up because there's no place that we can run to, which means you have to figure out how to manage here. And I think, too, like, I think, wasn't it this last episode that I said, as long as nothing else happens, I should be good? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that when we were editing. <laughs> But to be fair, I did edit out like 40 extra minutes. Well, I believe because I was saying because I can't take any unplanned days off of my job because ah. I have to explain myself. And yes. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I unfortunately don't have the luxury to react as it's back to pushing it down and keep it pushing again. Because I don't feel like I can. Well, and what a vast difference. The fact that your job is really pushing shit (laughs) and that mine is completely ignoring it and yet they both have the same exact reaction on how to handle like both of our jobs have reorged we've lost people micromanaged more Mm -hmm. so it's like so i was just talking with ashley tonight and she was talking about how because she was furloughed and now she's back which is very amazing but she is looking at corporate life is completely different and she loved this job for a long time she put her heart and soul she's been there for almost a decade Mm -hmm. if not more yeah was this the first time she's ever been laid off or furloughed yeah okay so yep 
And in the beginning, it was, that's what a job has to do. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, because she's paid her dues. Mm-hmm. And within, I want to say, those first two weeks, it was that realization. Much like when I was working at that one company that uses... We both worked at together. We got it. Yes. <laughs> when everybody was getting laid off, where it was just sort of like, wait, what? And it's that realization of... They don't care. They need to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. They're going to do what they need to do. And I remember when she was brought back on, she was like, I think it's because I was so optimistic. I think it's, you know, Aww. they left, they let off my boss and they let off. And I was like, Ashley, it's because they've invested so much in you, to be fair. Like they gave you a bigger raise, which is surprising that they would want you back having a higher salary. It's probably still lower than what it was for her boss and people oh, that they yeah. let go. So. Oh, Yeah. But I also said, like, just that, like, you are building things within that company and they want you because you're the one who's been making changes since the beginning and making their company better. So they're looking at it from a light of, would we want someone else that we have to pay more money come in, make these changes, or how about we have this one person here who we can pay less and is making the same changes as she grows? So I, I don't know, companies right now, I, I can't believe, but I believe it because, well, isn't there a law? You were the one who told me about this. Companies are now people. Yeah. Companies are people. Corporations are people. They've been people for a while. They don't give a shit. They want to take care of their person. Right. But they don't care. I mean, to segue from a corporation, let's talk about the NBA. Well, we still have to talk about the fact that we're well, not we, you actually are in a curfew. Are you yeah. in a curfew or is it not your area? Technically, I'm in a curfew okay. because we're so close. Mm-hmm. We're technically Minneapolis area. Like I vote in Minneapolis, so mm-hmm. Hennepin County area. Yeah. Not that I was going anywhere anyway, but yeah, because of, uh, in case anybody hasn't heard, which they haven't. I haven't seen it on TV. No, yeah. I mean, and that's something that I've been seeing on Twitter as well, is how not even the liberal sites are covering some of this stuff. Well, I think because this one is a case of mistaken, I don't want to say identity, but issue. I don't think, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have my own theories on it. Well, one of... Something that was absolutely, like, when I was like, I'm going to get through this, I'm going to get through this. Last night, I, like, as I was going to bed, I heard this and saw the news, and then I had to stay up an extra hour after crying because I was like, I can't fall asleep after hearing this. But they called in the National Guard and state troopers because someone had killed someone. No, someone had killed themselves. Well, no, someone had killed someone the police were after them in a chase so they died by suicide and the protests that were happening in solidarity with Kenosha there was some misinformation on what happened so they started protesting harder and they thought that the police had killed this person yes but because of that they decided to release footage from everywhere very quickly of this man dying by suicide, which is very graphic. I mean, you said you accidentally saw it. Yeah, because, like, I didn't know what I was watching. And then, um, 
Like, I was looking at a video, and I was like, okay, they keep showing this guy at the bus stop, and then he's walking, and then I just see him standing by, like, I think it has to be, it looks like um, Nordstrom Rack or whatever. And I was like, what? He's just standing there, and then people are running. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? And then I saw a different view of it or something, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I just saw this man shoot himself, and now it's bleeding out in the street. And, the, I mean, the cops just were like, boom, it's out there. But at least, I will say, at least they did try to, like, save him. I saw them, you know, trying to pump his chest and stuff as soon as he had dropped. I'll give him that. That's all, all I got. Right, and then the chaos ensued because of misinformation. It was just such a yeah, bad... Yeah, so they decided to riot and loot downtown Minneapolis, which is not, there's not that many stores down there anymore, but they, some people decided to take that opportunity to do that. And so, of course, because of what happened earlier in the summer, Minneapolis is like, nope, we're putting the kibosh on this immediately, and they called in the National Guard and set a curfew for three days. And the hard thing about that, too, is knowing that, like, like, I have a friend who lived in that area, and so this morning, she ended up sleeping through it. She went to bed early, and then she woke up, and then was like, whoa, fuck, what? And she was getting text messages from, like, all of her friends and stuff being like, be careful, don't go out. All of a sudden, they're talking about SWAT teams running around in the neighborhoods, and it was like, if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't fucking know. You wouldn't know, because also what they didn't do, and I saw that either you retweeted this or I was I caught Ilhan's tweet about it was that they did not even put it on anybody's nope. phones. It didn't come up, nope. come up as emergency messaging or anything. Nope. And apparently there's a fucking uh, curfew is also in St. Paul. Yep. Who the hell would know? No one would. It was like, and that's the infuriating part for me is it's like, if you want to do these sorts of things, like I understand why you did, because also it was under misinformation, but you mm-hmm. need, there needs to be better things you in need place. To be, yeah. Especially in that circumstance, like clarification needs to happen really quickly especially that's what they did in new york that's what happened with my parents where i was like are you kidding me you guys don't even didn't even address that this is a curfew happening you like you barely had to find it somewhere online that's because they want that shit to happen like to me at least in new york and stuff like that i feel like they do that on purpose but when you're when i'm watching all of these other protests and stuff like there was a particular protest in where was it was it in la they were at a tunnel and they were being criticized oh, yeah. because they were saying, it like, whoever led them there, LA. like, that's a trap. Mm-hmm. But the police were calling out and saying shields were now illegal. And if they didn't come forward and give their shields, then they would be arrested. Well, who and made it's them like, illegal? How did they know no, that? They didn't. They were lying. They were yelling out saying that it's illegal to have a shield. You need to give them back and, like, hand them over now, whatever. And it's like... You want them to do that to A, easily arrest them as they come forward, and B, like, so then you can just harm more. You can't trust any of it. And when you don't put these things in place, if you can't do them in a way that allow you to trust, like, I don't trust the mayor anymore. I don't, you know, I don't, because if you can't do the steps in place that need to happen, why would I trust you? Because then it just looks like you're purposefully trying to punish people doing their right mm-hmm. it's very frustrating yeah progress is not quick 
And I, you know, don't know why people thought that, oh, people, we're going to change this tomorrow. And no, like literally, what was it like two weeks after George, three weeks after George died, Rayshard was murdered in the street. Yeah. I mean, nothing is going to change, period, to me. I don't personally believe. I just think it's lip service. But I would never expect it to change instantaneously either. You'd figure it'd at least be incremental, though. Because what's happening with Jacob Blake right now? He's fucking handcuffed to his bed. Yeah, that's disgusting to me. What the fuck? The man has suffered enough indignities. He can't move. He can't walk. And yet you decide to fucking handcuff him, even though he literally did also nothing He's wrong. not under arrest, is he? As far as I know, no. The only thing that I could imagine uh, that they would need to speak to him about is the situation that happened. But clearly, sure. I mean, like, already they're like, he had a knife in his car. Mm-hmm. He also had three fucking kids. Right. This my man is has not... a knife in his bag all the time. My dad places. carries a knife on him <laughs> consistently. It is always a part of his everything. The one, t- I think the only time that I've ever caught him without his knife is because he might be in his pajamas. But otherwise, he is with his knife. And yet, he's going to his car. Well, that's what I figured. I figured that they they were going to use that excuse of saying, weapon, that's what he's reaching mm-hmm. for. Oh, I thought they planted it. That was my first thought. No. I was like, no, he planted it. I just remember that article that you sent me about the, with the cop that wrote about how cops treat people. And I was like, oh, this is textbook. Someone yelled out, he's got a knife. Boom, 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 boom. Well, as a result of Jacob's shooting, and I'm happy to say that it's not a murder, and I pray that I can continue to say that, and I know that this man's life is never going to be the same, and his quality of living is never going to be the same, but I'm glad that he's alive, and that he can speak, and that hopefully he remembers what happened, and he can tell what happened to him, and I hope he has the opportunity to do that at some point. Yes. But as a result of that, um, some miraculous things have been going on in the sports world, you know. Well, you probably don't know, but there's like NBA playoffs and WNBA games. And I brought it up. What? I was the one who started to say it. And you're like, well, wait, wait. Oh, I just meant like in general, like prior to you bringing it up just now, the um, NBA players decided that they weren't going to play. Milwaukee Bucks were like, fuck that shit. And all the NBA players decided that they were boycotting and not playing their games, playoff games yesterday. And I believe the games are still postponed today as well. Apparently they may be playing again Saturday. That's what I had heard. I was like, I heard that they didn't stop though. And that's where the point of contention was, was saying like, this is proof of them not, like people care more about the game. I don't know about all of that, but... Because what's a show if you're only going to do it for one or two days and then just be like, and now we're back to our regular scheduled program? I don't know about all of that, but whatever, however they decided to figure this out as a group of individuals is what they decided to do. It's a huge deal for them to even stop playing one game. You know how much money TNT lost yesterday and the NBA lost yesterday and they will lose today and... The WNBA players, I love them and how oh, they came they out with their fucking bullet hole shirts and they're amazing. They always go hard. And it's sad because like I look, it looks like they actually made them themselves. Oh yeah, but they, I mean, I've met any of the women's teams, especially like even in Minnesota and stuff. But whenever I meet them, I'm like, wow, you guys not are, they're not only talented, but they go hard at 
everything. They, they really hold firm into their beliefs, and they are a coalition of women who are like, fuck this shit, we are not doing this. And I love it. And then um, Naomi Osaka decided not to play her semifinal tennis games today. Uh, some M- The National Baseball League, the Mets, and the Marlins... I guess they, you know, did a moment of silence for 42 seconds, which I believe is how long that video was for. And then they walked off the field and didn't play. And there's been sports commentators that have, yeah, like one came in and was like, and... I, they came in to commentate, uh, commentate and then they were like, I just, I came all the way here and on the way over I was thinking and I just realized I can't do this today so and he unhooked his mic and walked off kenny smith did that on tnt and then i believe ernie followed i think Shaq and charles stayed behind but then they shut the show down and um shut the show down for the day i like it i like that um and it's it's cool because and i'm going to say this and it's your may laugh but my dad finally is going to register to vote he hey. filled out his registration forms why would i laugh at that that's amazing I'm, because because of why because um the coach for the la clippers doc rivers he had his interview and he kind of you know went off and made this beautiful eloquent speech and he started to get clumped and emotional and my dad was like you made doc rivers cry i can't allow that to happen so i'm gonna vote but see, that's why it's important that, like, that's why I hate when they're like, celebrities don't get your mouth and things, don't put your, it matters. Because if they're talking about it, like, it's going to affect the one person that looks up to them. Yeah, he's a million and eight years old and has never voted in his entire life. And he's going to vote in this election. That Hopefully. So happy. We'll see. Um, I told he him at that least he registered. Did, eh, 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 eh. He filled out the forms and I was like, just do it online oh you can do that uh, so here we go so <laughs> it's still wavy <laughs> i had to like google shit for them today i'm like okay so you can register online it's really easy to do i don't trust the mail just do this oh you can do that online yes so my mom is gonna help walk him through you would think that they're 95 years old they are not. He's turning 65 next week. <laughs> that makes me happy, though. Yeah, I hope that he goes and votes. Now the point is to get them to go vote or do whatever. They're freaking me out. My mom's like, I think I'm going to physically go and vote. And I was like, just do it early then. <laughs> just... <laughs> right. <sighs> I mean, if they're able to do it, I mean, it depends. I have no idea how New York is. Like Minnesota, you can early vote. You can take your absentee vote actually to that place yeah, and I'll but early again, vote like, it. If you, I trust our mail a little bit more than I would trust theirs for some odd reason. They have to then go in and request an absentee ballot, which again, more things to do on the computer and probably not going to work. So I think if they just go, they can start voting, I think, October 24th. Okay. early voting so they can go do that and get it over and done with because if they early vote less people will be there exactly less line etc mm -hmm. yes i don't understand why they like that's never made sense to me either when i was like why is it just the one day why can't we have you know what i mean mm -hmm. like well because it never was a big deal before <laughs> it wasn't a big deal to go and stand on you know stand out on the line or whatever and vote you weren't in jeopardy of, like, having a disease kill you. Even still, though, like, when you think about it, there's so many people, like, 
like uh, probably so many people didn't vote because they had three jobs to do in one day. So they didn't have the time. And when they're like, well, the one thing in law is like your job can has to be able to let you off to vote. You might not get paid for it, in which case that person's going to say, I need the money. I need the money. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too, is I don't think that people were necessarily cared about voting because they didn't think their vote mattered. And unfortunately, in an electoral system, usually it doesn't. But this time it may. Yeah, we have to. I think that's the big difference. We're going to have to do both this time. Is that people really um, are like, oh, I need to learn how government works because clearly (laughs) something's wrong. And then we're going to have to continue to keep an eye on how it works. Said last time. So as we all, we mentioned a little earlier, RNC is happening right now. And um, they interviewed Jared Kushner on some news program (laughs) this morning. Fox, of course. No. I don't remember, but uh, he made some awesome, it was CNBC, he made some fun comments about the NBA players who decided that they were going to, you know, boycott the games that they were playing that day in um, solidarity with Jacob Blake and the Black Lives Matter protests. Which, can I mention how many people on Twitter were like, I wish I could boycott my job, and everybody's like, yeah. It's called a strike. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Like when things are shitty and unfair, you can do that. So he goes, NBA players are very fortunate that they have the financial position where they're able to take a night off from work. Go fuck yourself, Jared. Go fuck yourself. And also, isn't that the point? Like if you have like, I don't know, that's just my moral high standing maybe of when you're in a point of privilege, you need to use your privilege for the better. I think that. People don't typically do that normally. Like, you think Jared's going to be like, oh, my God, I should probably not come to work today and go stand outside in Black Lives Matter way? Well, we know they haven't, because if they did, Bezos would have ended world hunger. Yeah. So, no, it's about money, usually. I think that um, it's a different generation of players. It's a different generation of people who are like, you know what? I hold power. My shit has weight. I can make or break a thing and I'm going to use this power to fucking make change. God damn it. And I think that that's what they're doing. I was talking to my dad about it yesterday because I was like, do you really think in the nineties doc rivers, when he was a player would have boycotted, you think they would have walked off It's a different time? I don't know though. I somehow the nineties, not to be fair, I was younger. Okay. (laughs) So in my eyes, it felt a lot more innocent it still wasn't like I in the sense of that I mean things were still happening but like I I also know that when people when things happened I didn't hear about it necessarily but I'm trying to think of the name of it uh was it Sine uh who ripped the Pope picture Sinead Sinead. O'Connor like at the time I was like what the fuck is that now looking back you're like oh shit She had a point there. The difference is we didn't have social media. Right. So maybe but that's the bigger still issue. happened. Yeah, people still were getting shot and murders were happening and cops were killing people and white people were killing black people. And a lot of that shit was still happening in the 90s. Listen to the Fight the Power song for Public Enemy. They're talking about Yusef Hawkins, who was shot 
going to Bensonhurst with his friends to buy a car. And he was a case of mistaken identity. So So maybe that's the bonus of having all this technology, definitely for sure, is saying, because we, like, we've talked about this before. Yes, this isn't new. That's what's happening. The difference is, is that the power is in the people's hands of showing it. Right. Like, you can physically see it, and unfortunately, you have to, I guess, sometimes, even though now people seem not to believe that it's a thing either or don't care or turn a blind eye but to physically see someone being murdered is proof that it's really happened like oh they didn't do anything right he was just sitting in his car reaching for his wallet he was just going into his car to drive away or as Philando castile where he was legitimately doing what, what the said. law ordered to say that he was i have a gun yeah. it is in here I'm letting you know this and... Let me go get my wallet. So, of course, as usual, Republicans are a little tone deaf to a lot of things, which is very sad. And speaking of the RNC, I did not even know this. And this, because color me ignorant, but I didn't know that the attorney general in Kentucky was a black man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this fool had the audacity to, to be a speaker at the RNC a speaker at the RNC to talk about racism and this fucker still has the audacity and balls to go on TV and use Brianna's name just spitting it out of his mouth to use as a political fucking tool and the cops who murdered her are still on these streets watching that fucking convention from the comfort of wherever the fuck they are Mm -hmm. the the nerve and the gall and how dare you it irritated me i was like wait he's black oh my god i have to he has i want to know the number like i want to know how much because he can't be just saying that because he believes in in the word like he's a republican rising star he's the next tim scott i like there has to be something else involved there has to be a he's the next tim scott so he's gonna not do not to say that tim scott might not have tried to arrest the police officers who murdered brianna taylor but um he's the next other black person that's gonna be you know a famous politician although to be absolutely fair not like the liberals are doing any better look at fucking coleman who's literally what was it between 12 to 14 years old he publicly like he cyberbullied someone trying to convince her to die by suicide mm-hmm. um didn't he sexually assault rape someone i don't know i think and then, it was something with cyber crap though and then he tried to say no like why would you put that against me i was so long ago ha ha and it came out like on election day or something for primaries mm-hmm. he backed out of the race and said due to all this or whatever i'm gonna leave it then came back into it because he was like no people said they wanted me and since i'm on the ballot and won i'm staying in the race then his ex-girlfriend of a year ago came out and was like i have text to back this up how he choked me smacked me and then when i left that night to be like i can't stay here how he sent text messages to me to say that he hoped that uh, i was raped murdered and chopped into a billion pieces and thrown and strewn about or whatever. Mm. And now people are like, like liberals are like, yes, but he's a Democrat. And like, mm-hmm. that was from so long ago. How can you whatever? We have the misogynistic asshole problems too. It's just a man problem. 
it's a man problem is definitely what it is. But for Mr. Daniel Cameron, it falls into line of once again not protecting right. black women. No. Not supporting black women and not believing black women. And it's playing into the patriarchy of hoping they get a little mm-hmm. bit of that extra as yeah. well and willing to step on the hands of those that he damn well was a part of. Like, I'm sorry, but again, and I'm going to use the, oh, I forget the, the man's name who that police lady shot in Texas where she went into his house thinking it was her house and she shot him accidentally. How fast oh. did that bitch get arrested and how fast did that bitch get tried and how fast did that bitch go to jail? Yeah. Oh, yeah. My God. Although, am I wrong in hearing that wasn't that also kind of a fucked up relationship thing? I don't think so. I don't really think they actually had a relationship. I think that was just shit planted to make her look to make better it was. and to make him look like a villain. Right. I couldn't fully remember what what the whole thing was. I thought that they did have some sort of relationship or something. I couldn't remember. This place is a wild ass place wild wild country so let's talk about one other thing that doc rivers said when he gave his really amazing speech and it really hit me as i'm reading a book about um the great migration of people who moved from the south to the north and the west from the like 1950 to 1915 to 1970 um is that he had said he said it's amazing why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back yes and it hit me of like oh my god like we are black people are literally in an unrequited romance with america america does not love it it loves the white people better or anybody else who's not black better and they still keep trying to win this 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 country's affection to make it see them and to make it Want, you know, it's kind of like the Bonnie Raitt song, I Can't Make You Love Me. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I totally know how that feels. Well, and you sent me the video because, uh, like you said, they were quoting it and stuff. And I saw it in a few other places on Twitter since then. And it, I told you, I was like, it reminds me just in the very beginning of that black woman from that video who was stating that you better be happy that black people want equality and that they don't want revenge because that's true where it's like you said you have been just trashed upon and the fact that it's like you just keep saying equality yeah we just want to be treated equal just want to be treated equal love this country believe in the declaration of independence want to follow the tenets of the constitution and i'm just like but do we is that what it is but we just saw at the RNC, which briefly will say how disgusting they're using the White House and shit like that. Oh my god. Between that and I'm sorry, but I have to go on a rant about the fucking naturalization ceremony. I don't know why I'm the only person who was enraged, I feel like, by this. Holy oh, I saw a ton of it. enraged by what they did. Disgusting. Well, and that they lied to the people at uh, least said that it wasn't going to be used at the RNC. They were told at the last second that it was the president who was going to be doing it. But just as soon as that happened, because that was a, at a time that I was like, I'm going to take a couple hours because I need to do some laundry and stuff. And I was like, after after you sent that to me, I'm thinking, these people know more about our country mm-hmm. than even our fucking president. Because they had to do the fucking test. <laughs> yeah, they had to learn. 
They do know more about it. It's fucking wild. It's disgusting and just... Between that and the surprise pardon, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, boo, this is not a reality show. Legit not a reality show. But that's what he's been... He, that's what he's been treating all of it as. Well, I understand that. Like, that's why he lies. That's why he repeats the same words over and over again. That's why he's been treating this like he does The Fucking Apprentice. And people are eating it up. The people that voted for him and want to continue to vote for him are eating it up oh they're they're gobbling it up it's very funny the other day when i saw jen um she was telling me about her mother-in-law and that her mother-in-law is try like is, just watches fox news and she's actually going to vote for him again and um she said that the what they're saying about him is that he's kind he's kind he's so kind and i started to see some of those words and headlines from the rnc and i was like oh my god it's true <laughs> they are trying to make him seem kind and benevolent like doing the naturalization ceremony with these immigrants pardoning a person having at least 10 black people speak for him because there was another one speaking today they want he wants to feel like jesus all the time and he wants people thinking he's jesus yeah they want to think that he is a benevolent kind generous soul who has their outlook their best interests in, in mind and at heart he has nobody's interests in mind and in heart but his own this is how dictatorships start by exactly. the way exactly him saying i deserve another four years because i barely got anything done with the four years that well, i just did and all of the him. protests and fires and destruction and murdering and rogue people is that are happening currently as i am president that's what's going to happen when Joe is president. It's like... Even though it's happening like right now. Literally happening right outside your door. But that's what they're doing. And now another thing that I've been noticing that people have been putting everywhere is people are putting bots into place mm -hmm. to tweet the same things over and over again to flood certain accounts. Mm -hmm. So then that way it looks like there's like uh, fake bots that it looks like there's more black people mm -hmm. it looks like there's more you know diverse people and people against and pro and that's why i'm like it can go any way to any direction at this point yeah it can go in any direction and that's the part that scares me because if doc rivers is sitting up here crying right now talking about how we're in unrequited love relationship with america it is not going to get any better it is going to end up in a full civil unrest, like with weaponry. And I'm scared for that because then what homegirl said would come true and we won't be seeking equality anymore. We will be seeking revenge. Oh, yeah. And there'll be a lot of people backing that shit up. I mean, I, t I think it was like, what, two or three episodes ago that I said that I was like, I need to kind of prepare myself because it's going to get to that point. Like, I need to make sure that I'm ready also, whether it be to flee or it needs to be where I need to protect the people around me and myself, like, it's becoming no joke. Already they're doing it. They're killing people in the streets. Mm -hmm. So, and it's just emboldening. And I'm, I, like, I will not be surprised. This is, I was afraid with Obama for assassination attempts and such, but Sorry. it's a real nerve. I wanted to get her name properly down. Kimberly Jones is the activist who's made that statement. So... But it just it worries me for this presidency as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to happen regardless. Like, there's going to be some kind of armed whatever and or 
this will be the time when the whites decide that they're going to start rioting again. So something will happen. Well, it's like that fucking movie that I seem more upset up about than you do. You the Postman? Oh, the other movie. No, <laughs> no, that other film based off of the book or whatever where reverse racism, where it's what if the black people were the ones who enslaved the white people? What if the black people were the colonizers? What would that look like? But it's literally just the same thing, except that it's white people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is utter tone deaf in my from my point of view because just from watching that trailer you're just giving white people some really great ways on how to start white power well they already know how to start white power they have white power yeah but they're just going to use that like they already use other films to to help them along with stuff like this is just going to be more of that because they're going to be like but that's what's happening right now anyway even though it's not i don't know where they live i just don't under I can't keep saying I don't understand. It will just be interesting if someone could explain the rationale to me. Of that film? In general, the thoughts that you don't have power and that you're being usurped somehow. It comes from the fact... I've heard it from my family members. I've heard it from friends. Where they... Because they were brought up, A, not in their minds, to think of equality... But then because of financial, they weren't good enough or maybe they were abused physically or sexually or maybe they were like they look at it from the I have my hardships too. And they're not understanding that it's it's uh, there's that one uh, way uh, that they, they showed a little while ago, like years ago, where. Uh, they said if you like they have a list of things that give you privilege and they line all the kids up and then they say if you were because uh, it was like 18 year olds and they said if you were given a car at age 16 take a step forward if you never had to worry about if you had food on your table take a step forward and they had a finish line and then it was like okay now everybody run to the finish line and they're like this is showing you that like we all have the same destination, but like everyone has different areas of where their privilege lies. And the people who were the furthest away from it were black people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's where they don't understand it. They look at the one point of them saying, this is my strife. And how dare you take away my valid outlook on life just because of your race. They don't look at it that way because they're like, I, they have more privilege than me. They had money growing up. They had loving parents. I don't know. Well, they're lucky. We could just do what my CEO does, which is send out a, an email every Friday and say what the world needs now wow. is love, sweet love, and your life is better now. Oh, no. I have a better one. Let's see if I can find it really quick. Was it the over the rainbow? Because he also sent that one. No. This has been going through my mind lately. Sounds like a charmed episode. Could be. I feel like it's a Dawson's Creek episode. I never watched Dawson's Creek. World's on fire. 
world's on fire. That's where so I'm maybe, at. So I'm maybe like, that. But also I feel like we could just make everything in black and white and do in the arms of the angels. Also Sarah McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It mm-hmm. all fits. Until people are more willing to look outside of their own bubble, which is why I find it very important for people to travel because the more you travel and the more you meet people and the more you see parts of the world, you kind of get an understanding of Listen, I'm how sorry different to things are. interrupt you. You don't have to fucking travel to that shit. You can literally go to Target. You can, but the point being though that that doesn't seem to matter. It's sort of like that moment when you're a child and you think everything is like your household and then you sleep over at a friend's house for the first night and you're like huh why did their dad tuck in all the kids my dad never does that Mm -hmm. and then you find out that amsterdam has a racist christmas (laughs) yes i'm just saying like i get it unless you travel and move more most people need that visual of, oh, I even just a road trip to fucking another state. You suddenly get a different idea of, wow, this is vastly different from where I currently am. Maybe I need to be more open-minded because people live differently. Or you go, Ugh, stay, stay where I, I'm going to go back where I came from and never leave again. <laughs> Sorry. Lots of ugly Americans out here in these world, in these streets, and in well, in Europe. What are you looking at? What? Just I went to Europe. I, you know, watched Ninety Day Fiance other way and here, and watched people act so stupidly ignorant to other people's cultures, and just think that they're amazing because they're Americans. Like Americans really do have a belief that they're the most excellent things in the universe. Yes, they do. Okay, so. I know this because even when I went to freaking New Zealand, all of the Americans just hung out with each other. Right. And by the end, we still had like a month or two left of school and they were, and the semester was almost over and they were like, we really haven't made any other friends or anything, but I guess it's too late. And I was like, we have two months left. I think you can make a couple of other friends. Like, (laughs) see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. They just kind of are very selfish. Yeah. Oh, they don't have a McDonald's here. Oh, they don't have fucking Wendy's. They did have a McDonald's there. I will say that their ice cream cones were vastly inserior to ours. Well, there you go. In one size. One thing that New Zealand doesn't have. COVID. Sorry, two things. COVID (laughs) and decent McDonald's ice cream. I mean, they were like tiny little kid cones. A cone I would give to my dog. I was like, maybe that's why they're healthier than we are. That's debatable because they also have a very heavy drinking culture, and it's kind of problematic that like eighteen-year-olds have kidney disease. So, but they don't have COVID. No, okay. but they did have a mass shooting. Hey, and then they don't have guns anymore. Church. Yeah, right. And Look now they don't have guns. Quickly. There you go. So we just keep touting the benefits of New Zealand. We can't go there. We can if we do mail order bride. We can't. We're not allowed to go anyway i feel like you can because like i said we have a few days left and my friend uh co-worker who went over to kenya was supposed to be coming back you know new zealand ain't gonna let nobody from america in they place i don't know i'm gonna i'll just call jacinda up i'll be like yeah, you, you just jacinda. call her up and be like hey girl back in like 2007 mm-hmm. i was here and i fell in love oh, with your country with the country and she'll be so impressed with me. 
Let's just say this is the one exception. This random woman from Minnesota. You go, Come Mallory. on in. Mallory's gonna escape. <laughs> and then I'll go hang out with Xena Warrior Princess. She's in Australia. I know. Well, she's actually New Zealand. You're going to New Zealand. Is that what you're writing down? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always been going to New Zealand. Yeah, well, keep it up in your brain. Nice dreams. I was dreaming about it in the beginning of this pandemic. <laughs> I was having nightly dreams about New Zealand. It well, was... You probably could have gotten there then. It was really sad. But maybe that's where you can refugee your boat yourself to. Oh, if it's a 24-hour flight, I don't want to imagine that boat trip. <laughs> well, you do what you have to do for freedom. Yeah, but I want my dog there, and I don't want to have to eat her. Did you say eat her? If I'm in the middle of a boat in the middle of nowhere in an ocean... that Bring could... a cooler. This isn't castaway. Bring a cooler. Or I can just... Get out into international waters with a cruise ship and take over and then say, we're all going to New Zealand. And they'll be like, okay. Yeah, you really live a rich fantasy life. I think it's great. (laughs) Are you trying to say that you don't have these big imagination parties in your head? No, I don't. Unfortunately, I um, am burdened by my color. So I know that any place I go to, (laughs) I'm not going to. But you don't even. What's the best fantasy you've had then? About what? Just about life in general. Like, you don't think these sort of things where you're just like, oh, yeah, one day I'll just parachute and paraglide right over. Like, you don't think things like that? No. Because I always <laughs> worry about being black. Sorry. Even in your imagination, things are racist. Yeah, because life is racist. Well, it's not like I'm going to be paragliding anywhere. That's the point of an imagination. Still. <laughs> is being able to imagine that you can do the thing that you cannot do. Yeah, no. Like, oh, damn it. When I would think about going to Europe before, and I'd be like, oh, that could be cool. Yeah, I'm going to do it. And then all of a sudden, like, my stomach would nod up because I'd be like, oh, you, what about racism? <laughs> and I know it's a terrible way to think. No, it's not, though. Like, that's valid and a real-life thing. I'm but just talking about the fact you never thought way. about let's get shot into space no. and go around the moon a few times. You think no. instead even the moon's racist? I don't think the moon's racist, but I would never go to – that's not, like, a part of my imagination. Maybe it would be like, ooh, let's go to, like, fucking Idris Elba's house and have cocktails <laughs> or something, you know. Something that could really happen. I haven't heard anything on him. Why is Bloom he in the got kind of messed up for a while? He had posted something that he shouldn't have, or that people thought he shouldn't have that's on right. Twitter earlier in the in the pandemic he times. That's passed. right. He got cast away to <laughs> Soul Island, and he didn't make it back. He'll be back. He gonna be alright. He had COVID. He'll be fine. Well, didn't he like come out with like a new set of shirts as an "I'm sorry" apology or something? I don't know tell you celebrities and their money (laughs) yeah well they're all traveling all over the universe so having fun making movies that's because they have uh the covid testing popsicles and lollipops at this point gummies they just throw it in you and then they're like do you got it Mm, nope you're fine go in and party sorry my imagination is uh it's just sad that you can't even (laughs) like (laughs) 
like in my head I'm like I would jump on a cloud and the cloud would be my airplane as I would soar over these buildings and I don't know maybe an antelope would also be hanging out with me but you'd have wings and yeah I don't think about stuff that way we'd live in the international waters and I'd be a radio pirates and the antelope will go get me coconuts from the nearest island i like, did imagine that this podcast would be famous i mean we both did <laughs> we both did and we are oh my god speaking of scary okay one last thing and kelly's gonna love it because she was super excited to find out that she was talked about last time so she's gonna be like <laughs> oh my god i'm a celebrity but she was telling me <laughs> that in her um neighborhood they have opened up like a Trump store, like where you could go and buy a bunch of Trump paraphernalia. Oh my God. Is this where you can buy that stupid bear? Probably. It has the blanket inside of him. But you can buy Trumpy bear online, but they sell flags and shirts and hats and everything that you could possibly want to outfit your home and or person with MAGA and CAGA. What is CAGA? Keep America great. Oh, is that their new thing? That's what this term is. Keep America great. See, kind of sounds very similar to Kegel. Yes, Kegel. So that's a whole different thing about switching your JJ. We could only hope that it would be that, but it's not. It's Kaga. But so there's a store in her, and like she's like, it's four blocks away from my house. And I was like, oh my God, you need to move. Girl, you in danger. Move. Sounds about right. She's like, the, their flags are already popping up, and people are like gearing up. And See, why can't that be the building that gets destroyed? Well, because it's all the way out in the burb, burb, burbs. But it won't. <sighs> I'm actually surprised that they're not more, like, up north and stuff, especially, like... It's still early, though. I mean, it's only August. Usually, I mean, when I made that wrong turn around where I used, where I work, that was, that was in November. I mean, we have less than 70 days. Oh, my God. I can't even... I don't know. We have to come up with a plan for I don't know. voting day. I don't know. I don't know how much I can... I don't know if I can drink that much. <laughs> I don't know if I can... I told you I'm going to take that week off and the next week off. Well, what are you going to do for Christmas time? I have to still take days off because we're forced to. So I have day, I have enough days to take off, but... It's, the next week is my birthday anyway, and Lord knows. I do, not so like it's I'm on a Wednesday. be going anywhere to celebrate since I literally just turn over and work. But I just don't even want to think about having to talk to people and pretend that I'm fine like last time where I wanted to throw up. At least I'll be in my house hungover for seven days. Is it is it November 3rd? Because it's yeah. always on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. I wonder if I have that day off from work. Because I don't know how I'm going to make... Like, I'm probably not going to watch any returns or anything. I'm going to have to find something else to, like, binge or watch that day. I can't do it last time. All you're going to do is you're going to binge World War II shit. How is that better? I'm not going to binge World War II things. Maybe that's my Rick and Morty time. You don't know. Maybe it's Bob's Burgers. <laughs> you don't know. Well, you don't want to watch Rick and Morty because that'll just make you... It is a very funny show, but it is a very depressing show. That's life. Well, maybe it's Bob's Burgers. I'm not sure. I don't know what I'm going to watch. It's Steven not going to be The Returns. It's not going to be murder shows maybe it's murder shows i don't know maybe i just watch black panther why would it be a murder show but you literally just turn on the television apparently because it already happened and most of these crimes are solved except for that unsolved mystery I don't watch show unsolved mysteries 
Why? You don't like the mystery? No, I just haven't watched it yet. Apparently they've already gotten some things taken I care of. I think that's fantastic. <sighs> At least well, change is happening for the good somewhere. Because it sure ain't happening in the government. Well, I don't know how to end this on a good note. I guess I've sort of climbed out of the depression zone. That's, so that's great. Good. Not that it won't come again, but... Hey, and I am not at all in a depression zone, which means that it's a tea kettle effect that's going to happen and something's going <laughs> to happen in like three or four weeks and I'm going to be a crazy dismantled mess like I was before. So, yay. So you're saying be ready by then? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it'll be happening for both of us at the same time. I'm not sure. I mean, I was about due. It's been a while. Like, I've had a day here or there, just not a week. So, with the pandemic happening, I'm surprised that it took this long. Yeah. Well, I mean, your tea kettle here, you had a higher capacity before you just overflowed. I'm very good at repressing. Mm -hmm. Well, don't forget, dude, like you've had other personal things going on too that are, haven't been great either. So that compiled on top of everything else like this is probably just a cherry on the top of your shit sandwich so well, i definitely will say like because that's a support system that occurred yes so uh yeah that was part of it but still though i just it's hard because you read the hope on the twitter but then the hope on the Twitter is also like, but also reality. And then you're like, so not the hope then. Right. I don't know how people are, can be hopeful right now because the reality is not looking good. But I suppose what makes you want to get up in the morning if you already know that shit's doomed. Like I said before, it's wrong for me to assume that everyone would have the same idea as me, which is y you need to do something. But that's all I see fixing it is doing something. So the people who aren't doing anything, look at the fucking clock. Yeah. March, since March, and this fucking pandemic happened, you should have understood. Like, there's been plenty of other instances that you should have already understood, clearly. But we're, especially, we have dug this hole towards the center of the fucking earth. I don't understand how you don't understand that's where the core is. Like... You shouldn't be wondering where you're going because it's clear what's happening. Yeah, maybe they do need to watch World War II documentaries. Maybe. I don't... I mean, do you fucking like orange clockwork that shit? Clockwork orange. Sorry. <laughs> Honestly, I hate the thing anyway, so I know many other people think it's genius, but... When someone tells me that's their favorite film and book, walk the other direction, folks. Wow. Okay. I don't know. I think we're on the right track of mind erasing, but I think we'd still end up in the same spot. <laughs> well, we would like everybody to have a safe and lovely week, weekend, day, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Um, wear a mask. Wash your hands. Definitely try to find ways to care for yourself in these darker harder moments because they are going to get darker and harder hey just kidding <laughs> um, as someone who tends to take a lot on herself to say you can save the world because everyone else is going to be doing it too but then they aren't so that you just do more you can't take care of yourself yeah realize also that that's really an impossible feat it doesn't feel impossible in the moment. I'm sure it doesn't. <laughs> it feels, this is healthy, right? Mm -hmm. Thinking you can do this. Nope. 
being able to manage it. Things haven't fallen apart fully yet. You can still do it. There's still time. However, that's the that that becomes like kind of like the tipping point of it, right? So people are like, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying. Nothing's happening. Forget about it. (laughs) So instead of like, we're trying, we're trying, we're trying. Nothing's happening. Let me take a breath and then get back up and do keep trying and trying and trying. And on that note, (laughs) but take breaks for yourself. Make sure that you're checking in with your own body and your mental being. What she said. Wash your hands and wear a mask. Cheers. Bye. Be safe.